0: You are listening to Astrology Today, coming to you live from the beautiful Sunshine Coast and the Cathat region, which is situated on the traditional lands of the Klahoma Nation. I will be your host, Maureen Reed, and I am an astrologer. And today, whoops, and today I get to welcome not only Jill my usual co-host but Jenna is back with me if I can just get their sound happening correctly. Um, Hello ladies. Hello. Hello. Excellent. Excellent. It's always good when I can hear them. That means you guys can hear them. Yay. (laughs) Okay. So on today's uh, show um, in my on my website they're kind of got, there was, yeah, a weird thing. So this is actually episode 122. Um, I've already done 123. Jill and I did for the month of March. Anyway, so (laughs) (laughs) I'm just trying to confuse everybody for sure. Um, So this is about uh, twins. Um, Are they an exception to the unique rule, which is kind of what most of us astrologers will say, that, uh, you know, if you cast a chart for your time, date, and place of birth, um, there is a unique one-off um, slice of reality uh, that is synchronistic with some of your character traits, with your fate and fortune in life, et cetera. Et cetera. And so even 2,000 years ago, there was a few people went, wait a minute, wait a minute, What about twins? They'd have exactly the same. Well, and so that's where we're gonna explore. One of the classic scenarios that people will use to debunk astrology is the case of twins, yeah. So the premise, of course, as I said, is that each of us have a unique birth chart. Um, And, but, you know, so what happens um, when twins are born? And so the first thing is kind of a logistics where, um, you know, you call into question the time of birth, which, um, you know, astrologers get these horror stories of um, clocks in hospitals are notoriously inaccurate that nurses don't write down the time until after the fact. And so they're just taking a wild stab at it. Um, And, you know, so, all of us shudder because, of course, we um, we need the confidence of knowing that what we're looking at is an accurate chart, right? Yeah. Otherwise, you know. And so, this is this is also an ethical question in some ways for astrologers um, who, and so a good astrologer will always look at a chart with a question. Always, you know, like how close is this time? um and if you see things that could change significantly in the course of 5 10 15 minutes then you have to kind of quiz the client because the one thing we do know for sure is that the chart or the person is demonstrating the accurate yeah. chart yeah and so well ha-
1: the other thing with time of birth is what is the precise time of birth? Is it when the yes. head crowns? Is it when the body's fully out? Of, is it when the cord is cut? And you know, we don't know what you call the precise time of birth. Yeah. So even if you have an accurate time, what are they looking at? Is it when the baby's fully out? And then they look at the, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I know yeah. for myself, the way I've often explained it to people is to me, it would be when you take your first independent breath.
1: Well, there's that too. I mean, yeah, there's that to all, me, all of those factors that yes. we don't, we weren't there in the room, and besides, you know, yeah. So you're going to look at it, and you're always going to have a question.
0: Yeah, and sometimes you can tell by the chart that you know, even if you back it up ten minutes or put it forward ten minutes, nothing significant is going to change. Yeah. Yeah, so you kind of go, oh, okay, we'll go with this until
1: particularly long ago too. I mean, like people born in the country didn't always, you know, yeah, or or in extraordinary circumstances, they don't might not even be sure the which day. Day. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) it's really hard.
0: (laughs) Yes, yes. If we don't, you know, if somebody comes in and goes, well, yeah, somebody wrote it down. (laughs) Which, which uh, just a quick side note, my, my own mother, if you can believe this, when her mother uh, filled out the paperwork to have her registered as having been born, uh, she was born in 1913, um, her mom purposely put on it a year later, <laughs> right? And so that's how long it took before she actually, you know, filed this kid, Um, so by this time she'd actually she was pregnant for another one and she wanted my mom and this next child to go to school at the same time so as if they were twins (laughs) and mom didn't know the discrepancy until she went to get a passport and she's 20 and then she finds out no you're not 20 you're actually 21 Uh, yeah oh she was she was not a happy camper about that (laughs) losing a year of your life I mean she didn't but in you know like yeah whatever anyway okay so um it naturally wait you know twins naturally raise the question of you know will their lives be the same and as it turns out um yeah they actually aren't and so I'm gonna actually so for people who are listening on the radio if you go to my website cardinalastrology.ca uh you will be able to whoops see the charts uh, and um, and I just need to get to the right page here myself. Okay uh, and um, we're going to follow along. I have my first demo is actually of some grand well actually not this one I want the other one. Oh 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 I'm making a mess of it aren't I? I am. I'm sorry folks stop share. <laughs> Okay, Jill, Yes. talk about your example while I try to make this work properly. Yeah,
1: yeah, I just wanted to make a comment about that Um, twins' lives, or twins being different. Mm -hmm. Uh, The twin studies that they've done where they found twins that were raised apart.
0: Oh, yes, yes.
1: They actually find that their lives are very similar. And they have similar tastes and they're all this other stuff whereas we and my my hypothesis is that if they're raised together they're trying to differentiate from each other because you don't exactly. want to be exactly
0: like somebody else exactly exactly so I, yes. you know i think
1: if they weren't raised together you might see more of that yes similar in the in the twins
0: and and there is a case actually where they talk about um where in ones that are born really close together that um and we're going to get to an example of that a little bit later uh where they take one part of the chart and the other one takes the other part of the chart like one might exhibit more of the sun sign whereas the other one is going to do the moon sign
1: yeah Uh, well exactly but you know again you're trying to be different from your twin because own identity right
0: yeah exactly i've
1: taken that bit so you might as well do yours, right?
0: Yeah. okay so here is a case this is in my own family um these are grandkids uh born um and you know the very classic thing which does make a huge difference especially in um in a whole sign system is the girl was born first and she was born at 1247 and then um the the guy was born uh you know a few minutes later at 1255 and the ascendant had changed signs Mm
2: -hmm.
0: and so these are not um okay so there's paternal twins and fraternal twins the paternal ones are the same egg splits correct
1: Fraternal twins are not identical.
0: Yeah, so they're the one... So these two are not... Sister
1: brothers are always fraternal.
0: Yeah, exactly. And yeah, exactly. So these two... um, And what's interesting about, um, you know, the way that they exhibit it is, you know, you can almost boil it completely down to that change in the ascendant. Um, The you know the boy of course you know i'm sure he's quite happy that he got the mars in the first house he's become a mechanic um and his eighth house piece has been very prominent in his life in that the woman who actually raised these twins he was there for her as she went through um a cancer diagnosis and eventual death um whereas his sister with um I can barely even see it myself. With the Gemini, she couldn't do it. Hers was all her Piscean stuff, of course, here is up in the ninth. And her world view couldn't accept the fact that the woman that had raised her was dying. And, oh. and um, yeah, didn't have anything to do with um, the passing of the woman, which was... It was unfortunate. It was unfortunate. But it's... You know, so as simple as, what's that difference? Eight minutes in time? Yeah. And your perspective and the way you're going to walk through the world shifts quite significantly. Um, And yet there are things that are going to be the same, you know, like um, the bond between twins. I'm not sure if that actually shows up in a chart. What do you think, Jill? Because there is a bond between them.
1: That would be a third house. Right.
0: Yeah. yeah, and so maybe the way they view that bond—this is something I could actually ask them, seeing as their birthday is coming up—I'll be talking to them. Um, how they how they experience that bond? Mm. Yeah, because like you say, if it's third house, so one of them it's going to be more about relationship, and the other one it's going to be more about communication. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, very interesting. Okay, so the other kinds of scenarios that we have um, is uh, one which in the, in the podcast that I listen to, there's an extensive podcast on uh, the Astrology Podcast website, 167. Uh, and the one type of twin they do not mention is congenital twins, right? And so we do have a chart of Abigail and Brittany Hensel? Is that how it's pronounced? Yeah. They're
1: conjoined.
0: They're conjoined. So they literally have to have
1: they have one body they share and they're just and And
0: yeah exactly. And so this one definitely um there can't be a time difference. Yeah. And yeah, exactly. So there is a total exception to any sort of rule that astrologers might come up with.
1: Well, usually conjoined twins um, like if they wanted to do surgery on them. Right. Thought, of course. Um but, they yeah. wanted to se- try and separate them. But I mean they share organs. I mean, exactly.
0: Yeah. So that's
1: and, and what happens with that, right? Because yeah. they did you know they didn't have enough appendages and all the rest of it to go around.
0: Well um, yeah. Yeah.
1: I think they had sort of um like they had arms and legs, but I think there were sort of additional little
0: pieces. Yeah,
1: pieces they had to remove. But um, other than that, the parents said no, 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 because you know basically, yeah. one would have to likely, die. The likelihood that one or or, or other of them would survive that not good. And they couldn't really tell what was what the inside of the body was like. like yeah, how much was shared and what. You know,
0: well, yeah. I don't yeah. know
1: if they even know now exactly. <laughs> so the fact that they survived.
0: A is, is amazing.
1: It's a testament, I think, to their parents who took them home and just, you know, said yep. these are our kids and we're going to look after them. and
0: Yeah. I think I've actually seen a, a bit, this was quite a few years ago, documentary on them, and they were distinct, definitely. Oh, and Yeah. And had somehow yeah. come to terms with the condition of their life. And, yeah,
1: yeah, I think it's um I think it's Abigail that tends to get sick more often, and Brittany gets kind of bored because she's not sick. Oh no. <laughs> but,
2: you know she has to be dragged to the hospital.
1: And they, and they, well, no, but it, it, even at home if they're you know having to be in bed for bra boring <laughs> if you're not sick. and um and also, I mean, they have, apparently they have different taste in men.
0: That would be awkward. That would be awkward. <laughs>
1: yeah, they had different careers they actually wanted to pursue, so they kind of had to agree on one. So they're, they're teachers.
0: Oh, they're teachers. Oh, okay. Wow.
2: Yeah, but, wow.
1: um, but they're trying to get. They were trying to negotiate um, a higher salary because there's two two heads are better than one.
0: Oh no, but, no, the know. jokes would be just they, unbelievable.
1: They were teaching from two different perspectives the kids get more yeah know, kids, right and and yet i mean there's no precedent for
0: this, right? none
1: yeah so apparently they're good good teachers but yeah so they're very different yes yet they share this body it's very strange yeah, yeah. yeah i remember seeing them on like, oprah or something when they were little right or, yeah like, yeah
0: whereas i saw a documentary when they were yeah fully grown and yeah,
1: yeah 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 Yeah. well you know that they've lived this long is amazing
0: yeah it is
1: it is because you know and and what happens if the body doesn't function right right i mean if something goes ro- really wrong yes. they're both gonna
0: die yeah right? yeah yeah there's
1: they this body yeah yeah so it's a, it's a very tricky situation but yeah they seem to be i mean if it's all you ever know right
0: yeah yeah, exactly exactly it is their normal
2: yeah. Yeah. it's hard to put yourself in their shoes oh totally yes
1: yeah. yeah, imagine i mean i you know i can't imagine having another <laughs>
0: <laughs> well it, it would be worse than than you know the the sort of multiple personality thing um, because at least in that case the switching allows one to be dominant um with the other ones in the background but yeah, the, yeah, this one wouldn't yeah. do that. It would not stay off.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, when, it, I, when I see them, I or pictures of them, I I think it looks so uncomfortable because you know what yes. they're kind of. You know, I think, oh God, you must. <laughs> but obviously not because you're. That's just how you, you can't do it any other way.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, uh,
1: so it's uh, fascinating. Yeah,
0: so this would be, you know, one for the books in astrology. Of course, many centuries ago, these folks would not have made it. Um, yeah, yeah, uh, they would have all probably passed. And the, and,
1: and again, they're a dual sign, right? They're Pisces.
0: Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, double-bodied, which makes sense. Totally, that which makes
1: sense. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think that's, that's all. So that would be a
0: study to see whether the... This type of twin scenario falls typically on, you know, with uh, the double-bodied signs. Yeah.
1: And they got a powerful aspect pattern here. You know, they got the, yeah. well. It's actually, it's not just a Grand Trine; it's a kite. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: Definitely. Yeah. Well, and that probably speaks to the fact that they've been able to pull through, and yeah,
1: and, and that really close. Opposition uh, between
2: Moon and Venus. Yep. yep. Yeah. That's a fascinating chart. It is. And that's Saturn in, Saturn
1: in the eighth house. Their Mars has yep. just been being hit by that Pluto. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, Wonder it is. Right yeah. <laughs> so they, they're
0: probably doing some changes in the last, well, since 2008, uh, when Pluto went into Capricorn yep yeah yeah,
1: yeah.
0: so the more common one um that um, doesn't often get talked about um i've discovered this for myself because and i think i'm going to switch views with this so that i can make it a little bit smaller and we can see both of them why it didn't come up as um in the landscape version, I don't know. Um, And so I literally have a time twin. And so that's the other kind that can happen where, so you can picture in a hospital, you know, two pregnant women, both go into labor. Um, And so you can even have time twins where um, they are literally born very close in time, but of total different parentages. Or you can have this type of time twin, and uh, Margot and I sort of discovered our time twininess uh, quite by accident. She left her wallet at my house and I tried phoning and she didn't answer the phone, which is one of her things, you know, she doesn't always answer a phone. Um, and finally, I got desperate because I'm thinking this woman needs her wallet, right? So I open it up to get her address, right? And see her, her, her driver's license, right? And lo and behold, I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> we're on the same day, the same year. And so she was born in Ontario, I was born in Alberta. and But the basicness of the chart is actually the same. It's just tilted, right? And so instead of having an Aries rising, she has an Aquarius rising. um, And the big difference is her moon in the 12th house and the fact that she has Jupiter in the fifth so for me uh the sun with saturn in the eighth meant i did not have children whereas she has had two children Uh, but there are other pieces of our lives that uh, and we've spent quite a bit of time together we go boating together her and i and um, it's very common for us to be thinking the same thing it's very common for us to laugh at the same jokes Um, it's very common for some of our life experiences are the same different times in our life though so for instance I lived in a cabin when I was in my early 20s she lived in a cabin when she was in her late 40s Um, I got into a spiritual tradition in my 40s whereas she came right out of high school into a spiritual tradition um, right out of high school right you know and so there are these similarities um that we laugh about them um and i always comment that she's actually a, a kinder nicer version than me <laughs> just because of the comparison between aquarius rising and aries rising um we've both in terms of the scorpio we've both had some trauma in our past which is actually very similar but again a different at different ages yeah mm-hmm. With this kind of thing, and so it's you know for astrologers to find their own time twin, it's it's yeah, it's kind of cool actually.
1: Yeah, t- the t- whole timing thing is very interesting. I mean, in terms of just how the universe does it, like my two younger daughters. Yes. Yeah. Oh, both Virgo. I mean, their 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 birthdays are two days apart, but almost well, just three years actually. So. Um, but they both have Virgo sun, both have Moon Pluto conjunct in Libra. Right. And they do kind of, it's like they do kind of, they're very different, but they do go have similarities in some of that.
0: Yeah. Well, even just by saying that, you know, they've got moon Pluto for that to reoccur in the same family because the moon moving so fast.
1: Yeah. Yeah. what does
0: that say about me? <laughs> <laughs> we we won't go down that road, okay? <laughs> we'll, we'll leave that, um, yeah. So, okay. So here are some of the other points that happened um, when you have twins. So let's say, um, you know, they both have, uh, especially time twins. So we're not talking about literal twins, but, you know, somebody born in the same hospital at the same time. Um, and so the first thing is context, right? You know, if one is born to a wealthy family, one is born to a not-so-wealthy family, one has... Well, I've
1: often thought that with, like, Queen Elizabeth, you know? Yeah, somebody
0: born the somebody, same...
1: Somebody was born in London at the same time as her, you know, yeah. same city. Same time. Yeah. They'd have the same chart, basically. They're all going to have the same life experience. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Exactly. <laughs> And I, and I know for myself, when I would be confronted with this issue, I would uh, the way I would explain it is, you know, there are 10 building blocks, which is basically the 10 planets back then. Um, and, uh, you know, they were handed the same set of building blocks, but how you put them together and what you're going to do with them, yeah. So that, that speaks to, you know, the other conundrum of astrology is how much is free will, and how much is fate, oh. right, you know? And my suspicion is that discerning the fate in a chart, part of that will be definitely um, nurture or context, um, but part of it is is also the grit that's in a chart. That's the part that's fated, right? You know, like the constraints... Um, and the ease, because ease can be just as much a grit as constraint in a chart, right? You get too many grand trines, and that's not always a good thing.
1: I, I, no, I, I remember years, decades ago, seeing a chart, and basically the guy had all trines and sex styles. Yeah, like no, no different, no challenging aspects at all. And I mean, he was he, he was very talented artistically, but he didn't have any
2: Gumption.
1: motivation to do it. Like he just right. like, Things came easy, and I, I think the problem with that, not that it's you know bad to have things go easy, but you don't have anything built in to deal with when you get the hard aspects to those planets. Like, yeah, Whoa. <laughs> you know I don't have any internal um, struggle that I've had to deal with to cope with the you know circumstances yes, the come.
0: external, yeah, it sort of blows the myth about. Um, parents, you know, when they bring children into the world, it's like my child is going to have the best life ever. And actually, no, you don't want that. <laughs> you want you want there to be um, challenges enough so that life can't destroy them, right? If everything yeah, is bubblegum and popcorn and you always win, you never lose yeah what's going to happen when
1: (laughs) aspects in the chart actually give thanks right
0: yeah
1: you know i mean that's like building a building you need the uprights to support things and if you don't have the the squares and and the oppositions you don't have that you just have you have lots of flow but yeah that can be you know you don't build a building with just you know Wavy lines, <laughs> no,
0: well, not if you want it to keep standing so I that's think for yes, sure you
1: know, it gives you that internal structure that sort of having to deal with difficulties or challenges yeah. from within, yeah um, yeah,
2: it so it is so a comforting thought well, like I, you know, looking I, at your chart and it's oh tough. yeah,
1: yeah, I'd like we're in Grand Cross, so I, I have to take that perspective, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs>
1: Or or those of yeah. us
0: that have too much Scorpio. <laughs> you know, it's well, like, it
1: also gives you, you know, more compassion for others who struggle. Yes. Sure. Yeah. Because you know what it's like. You know, if everything's always flowing easily, it's like, what's yeah. your problem?
0: <laughs> <laughs> and you well, do meet people yeah. that are, you know, um, their sense of, it, it was interesting. I just recently met a woman who didn't understand embodiment. Hmm. And um, I'm actually, you know, um, I've asked her to see if she could come up with some birth time with a birth time for herself, right? Because I'm curious, like how. I mean, even someone like me, who I've always considered myself rather thick as a brick, and um, and embodiment is tough for me to, but I'm aware of when it happens, right? And Uh you're like, how can you not be aware of the experience of being in your own body? Definitely. Yeah, yeah. So I think
1: I, did, I think I did a lot of that as a child, though.
0: <laughs> well, hey, you're a Taurus, you're the most embodied. Come on, you know, like <laughs>
1: but, but that's in true. Terms, in terms yes. of experiencing life, yeah, there was a lot of time because things were not particularly harmonious in the home. Like, there was nothing specific, there wasn't abuse and stuff, but it was just, yeah, general um, but I. If I have memories of when I'm little, it's like I'm watching it from a corner up there. (laughs) Oh,
0: okay. Not really
1: in it because I didn't want to be in In it. it.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: I do have Neptune near the Ascendant, so I did the escape and invisibility thing. Yes. Yeah.
0: (laughs) 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 Okay. So what can change in moments so we've already seen one with uh the twins that i showed where the ascendant can definitely change signs um and with that of course the ruler changes signs and which is in some circles considered one of the most dominant planets in your chart and so that that shifts you know if you're going from moon let's say a cancer rising to a leo rising that's that's big Right, and pretty much any side by side, Um, I think to me always the biggest one is if you go from like a Pisces rising to an Aries rising. And I've I've been working with a a, a, an astrologer in Montreal who really was challenged by the birth time that her parents had given her um, because uh, the time they gave her it was Pisces rising, and and she just couldn't relate to it at all. And you know.
1: too, because my my mom told me I was born at one o'clock, and that would have given me Scorpio rising. It's just no way. Yeah, <laughs> there's just, there's just no way. Yeah. You know? Well, exactly. And so, so it was it was about an hour out because yeah, you know, I, and because you know it had to be just after midnight because otherwise otherwise you're, otherwise you're in the previous day. But exactly. You know, yeah. So for, to get into that's where it had to go. You know?
0: Yeah. Yeah, you
1: know a lot of rectification on that.
0: Yes, and so yeah, with this woman, uh, to put it in Aries, it was like, oh yes, I I can be in my skin correctly, right? Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, absolutely, and and also my my older brother had Libra rising, and my mother had well, I rectified her chart; she had Libra rising, I'm pretty sure too. So I, you know, it's sort of like yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. And again, time in with astrology, you begin to, you know, notice these things. Um, And you can tell when it doesn't fit, especially if you're talking to a client where this time is suspect. Um, There's always going to be a few key questions, again, because of the Ascendant and the MC, that you ask them, so, you know, when you stand out there in the world, how do people see you? And, you know, that will speak very clearly and the same with how they present themselves with the ascendant yeah Oh yeah, mm-hmm. so the other thing that can change is uh, a planet changing signs itself um you know so if there's a planet uh, at you know 29 and 58 seconds or minutes or whatever then you know you play with it just to see well how much time did it take before it changed signs So that's another one. Another one is if, uh, especially with the moon, if the moon is applying to a conjunction or is it just past the conjunction? And again, that's in a, you know, if you've got a, I always tell people that for reasonable rectification, if you can give me a two hour time slot, because that's basically you got 12 signs. So approximately every two hours, a new sign rises, although it depends on latitude where you are, you know, that can be longer or shorter. Um, but at least within that two hour time frame I can see is the moon going to change signs? Is there going to be an applying or separating aspect? Right? So those little yeah. technical things. Um, and there's, you know, you get so that you can see that stuff quickly. When you first start playing with this, i can remember sheets that i made up when i was first learning how to do rectifications and hours Um. later right (laughs) you know you'd be like i think i have it now you know and then you'd talk to the client you'd go oh shit throw it out (laughs) start again (laughs) you know because um you know eventually you get to the timing in their life you know and when when planets cross over the major angles right for seventh Tenth fourth, yeah. yeah. Then
1: I had a, I had an interesting one about I don't know 15 years ago. a Friend of mine was kind of going out with this guy, and she wanted me to do his chart. Yeah, yeah. And he's very very rational, very you know doesn't believe in that stuff. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. So so he said, okay, well, you know, I'm, you know he wasn't going to tell me the birth date. Oh, I didn't, <laughs> so... In group, so I knew him, I knew him wanted mm-hmm. <laughs> to know, you know, what he was like, how he presented yeah. himself. Anyways, and so I, I basically had two guesses, I guess, as to what his rising sign right. would be. Yeah. And but one that I was really leaning towards, and he gave me three options, and one of them was like about three minutes. One of the the, the main one that I.
0: Oh, okay. There you go.
1: Yes. <laughs> and he was like. <laughs> I wasn't supposed to get that. <laughs> yeah,
0: I know. I know.
1: I still wasn't convinced or anything, but, but yeah, yeah, I think yeah. Kind of got him. Like, mm. you know it was like, I should know that. Yeah, and it's you nice. know, it's very nice. Yeah,
0: that's right So the other thing that can, you know, with the changing of signs and things like that, you can have days like today. So today, um, globally, we just might notice a change in energy. We've got Venus and Mars are tracking within minutes of each other, and they're going to stay in that track and both change signs, right? So for children that are being born today right we're gonna have this huge demarcation where we've got mars venus still in capricorn still being influenced by pluto and then it's going to change into aquarius where all of a sudden saturn is now um still there and yeah and mars is no longer quite so dignified Um, and so those kinds of changes especially you know if there were twins born one when it's still in capricorn and then the next one in aquarius that that will be very significant in terms yeah, of yeah, qualities.
1: Interesting. Yeah. interesting, yeah. Yeah. I
0: mean, and it'll be interesting also, to see if with some of the big unfortunate conflicts that are out there in the world right now if if we can see that demarcation, right? Especially um, and, and in again, Ukraine. We
1: were, talk- we were talking about it before we got going here. Um that they're hitting that zero Aquarius. Yes, Jupiter Saturn conjunction on the solstice in 2020, I think, yeah. is very significant. That exactly. they're hitting it together is yeah, it's like Jupiter and Saturn all over again, kind of thing. The two different energies coming together.
0: Exactly, exactly. Yeah, and um, and I find it, uh, you know, obviously astrologically significant that with the series that I've been watching, Changing of the Gods. Um, that their wrap-up is this weekend in which you get to if you want to you can blast through all all of the episodes they're all still available they're all still free um, and that they did pick today and tomorrow for that right now yeah. yeah i'm i'm actually quite enjoying the amount of uh correlation that and they're being you know they're doing political they're doing scientific they're doing um, you know ecological and it's it is a case for hope which to somebody who is as cynical as I am <laughs> I'm I'm incredibly grateful for the work that has gone into this series because you forget how how much it has changed in our lifetime now in your lifetime when were you born again? What year? <laughs> Sorry, Jenna. Me? <laughs> yeah, you young and you. Nin- 1991. 1991. Oh, I am still stuck in the 90s. <laughs> 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 oh gosh. Yeah. So, black and white TV uh came into being the year I was born. Yeah. Yeah, 1953. And uh God. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think I was about four years old when we got our first TV.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't remember, actually. I remember the, the Indian head test pattern thing at midnight. I remember ah. that. Um, and then, you know, like my father, well, the Model T, that was the, his first car. He was born yeah. in 1913, my dad, right? Yeah. So when oh. he saw the first cell phone, he was just like gobsmacked. He didn't... Oh my! My mother
1: wouldn't have known what to do with something like that. Yeah, she, she had a hard time with answering machines.
0: Oh, you, yeah.
1: You <laughs> would phone, and you know, get the answering machine. And I remember one time because she was starting to lose it, and I came home and there was this message, and it's my mom, and she's like, "Jill, Jill," and then she screamed at the top of her voice. <laughs> No, I mean, it's like she thinks I'm and they're going <laughs> ha It's like we explained it to her over and over and over again. It's a recording. Uh, like yeah, my, just... brother, my brother and his wife, they had their, their little kid's voice on the answering machine.
0: Ra- oh, yes.
1: And she would phone there and, she, Nathan, Nathan, where's your mom and dad, Nathan? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. And we kept trying to explain. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, no, we take these things for granted.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Answering machines are old technology now, too. So it's like, they've come and they've gone. Man.
2: Yeah.
0: Yes. Okay. So, um, what do we need to talk about? further with this whole twin questions oh. jenna that's why we have you here yeah what's your
2: oh, we, your we most can-
0: significant uh, oh yes and we can come back and talk about the dion <laughs> yes we will should we do that ne- no let's ask let's let her ask some questions first
2: yeah um i i am curious about cusps so if you have twins that right. are just on the cusp of a different sun sign like some yes. people do believe in cusps and say oh you're you're on the cusp of like i'm at the end of aries yeah um, so yeah. i say like oh are you you're a i'm an aries Taurus so, you know you could say that i used to think that but now i have kind of developed the idea like why would you have a little bit of one planet's flavor and a little bit of the other i
1: think it depends I, on how close to the cusp like if you're within minutes cuz the sun has has a you know an orb sort of thing of influence yeah and if you know if it's i think 17 minutes or something yes later, that's usually
0: what they go with
1: way over into the next one so if it's that <laughs> if it's that close yeah
0: 29 degrees and yeah, really, what 30 coast. minutes yeah
1: and, okay. you would, and you would probably have that sort of influence from both which can be
0: yeah so the other way to to approach that is to look at the rulers right so yeah yeah. so for instance let's say it is literally you know 29 degrees and 30 minutes of cancer so then you would look at how prominent is the moon how prominent is the sun and again your one of your biggest tools is learning how to ask the right question Right, because yeah. again the client sitting opposite you they're doing it right you know they are doing the their chart correctly right and so it's just a case of asking them what their experience is and so it would be interesting again another study point where um, you know it could be that you know with this 17 minute thing That they are a blend but the other thing that what most astrologers will say to that question is because mercury can only ever be a sign and a half away and venus can only ever be two signs away that typically the sun can be in one sign mercury and venus can be in the other
2: yeah yeah Yeah. so
0: that that is typically the way they get out of that but i think your point and jill's point about the 17 minutes would be interesting yeah to just that's see. when it becomes unique. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And I
1: mean the chances of that are pretty Yeah. That that's not going to happen very often.
0: Yeah. But yeah. there are <laughs> anomalies.
1: That it'll be teetering on the edge that closely. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. But I do find when they are teetering on the edge and it's like twenty nine, thirty degrees yeah. that that planet that they're almost at, that ruling planet is usually peppered throughout yes the rest of the chart yeah or oh, yeah. it's in their ascendant or it's in their moon. you know
1: yeah And the other thing is that it's going to progress very quickly into
0: yes yeah you
1: know, yeah it's going to cross over that line very very quickly so. yeah
0: and so there could be you know one could ask if there were any significant shaping events like within that first two or three months of life right yeah so like a shadow yeah, like, like a shadow
2: effect a ripple effect
0: yeah yeah which would okay. you know pull in that other sign immediately into the life you know yeah if there were events um yeah uh okay so you're going to share the dion quintuplets chart and we are going to attempt to do an animate just to see how things change, because this w- these were five girls. So the backdrop for the Dion Quintuplets is this was a Canadian phenomena that happened in the 30s. Yes, they were born Sorry. May the 28th, 1934, in Cal- Calendar, uh,
1: yeah. calendar.
0: calendar uh, Ontario, um, rural there was a physician actually roared out because she, oh, I can't imagine how big she would have been. So these well, were, I don't,
1: think, I don't think they knew she was having that baby. Well, no, you think,
0: wouldn't, there wouldn't have, wouldn't been, have a, been
1: for prenatal care and all that. Yeah. They were farm folks. They just,
0: yeah. You know, yeah, no, exactly. And this is, babies. <laughs> yeah. And um, so these are naturally occurring. Whereas, uh, you know, we get multiple births in this day and age due to, yeah. you know, artificial insemination kind of all stuff. Fertility
1: stuff. Cause yeah. I think that,
0: Quite a few children already. Yeah, yeah. And so we have, uh, what Jill has brought up on the screen is, in theory, the very first one, okay, which gives us a Taurus rising with Mars right there. Uh, Sun conjunct Chiron in Gemini. Uh, These are opposite, a moon in the final degrees of Uh, So here's a case like a 29 degree thing we were just talking about. But we did advance the chart, and the moon doesn't change signs. Apparently, all five of the girls came within a half hour. And so the moon does not go into SAG.
1: According to that uh, biography that was written, I think, by Pierre Burton. So, I mean, that's.
0: That could be suspect, too. As good as we
1: get, because we don't
0: know. Yeah. But yeah, um,
1: yeah. Uh, this is. You get one when I'm, um, yeah,
0: they're Geminis. <laughs> and interesting that the moon is in
1: conjunct Uranus in the 12th there. Oh, yes, yeah.
0: You know, just because. Well, just the moon Uranus in moon aneuretic. Earth, really, yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, it does place a huge emphasis on that yeah. Mars. Yeah, because yeah. they were both ruled by that Mars. And having Mars in Taurus, um, one would, and these Girls, I mean, what was done to them? Um, for those, Jenna wasn't uh, familiar with the story of the Dion quintuplets. So these were girls that the Canadian government put on display, which is just incredibly bizarre. Um, so to look into their story is—it's yeah—it's um, very yeah, it's, it's, speaks it's to it's the time, uh, you know. Kind of
1: sad, really, you know, yeah. I think very. They a <laughs> of it because of that. I mean.
0: But I think they did live together and stay together. I don't think any of them married, if I can remember correctly. Um, I can't remember, I
1: did read, you know. Yeah,
0: and that would speak to that Mars and Taurus as, you know, them feeling like they were one group, right? Well, and also
1: (laughs) just that they were very different. I mean, they were different from other people. Yes. That was in conjunct, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: yeah, and Venus, the ruler of the ascendant, is conjunct Uranus as well.
0: Yeah, so. we're we're not the same as everybody else. No. Yeah. I mean, then,
1: mm-hmm. and Being put on display oh. and you know treated yeah. like a sideshow would certainly add to that feeling, I would think.
0: Uh, yeah. 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 That Venus is square. You've got the,
1: got the, the square to, to Pluto Saturn up there too. Yes.
2: You know?
1: Yeah. And yeah. their sun
2: so, conjunct Chiron, like their yeah. identity okay. is their yeah. pain. Yep.
1: yeah yeah and I, they would have been they were very small of course too so you know there would have been I think I think the smallest one was probably not in great health a lot of the time yeah you know, I mean that, that from you know being multiple groups that, that especially in that era
0: yes exactly well it's amazing that they all made it totally yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. 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 so yeah and, but uh you know I just I thought it was really uh given that we're talking about multiple births exactly
0: what exactly so <laughs> we're, we're going to attempt a demo so unfortunately for those on the radio you're all i'll sort of document it all loud but uh she's going to hit animate and then she's gonna, oh, she no, not that, yeah the one up above, yeah, that one there. So we're going to advance it. So if in theory they were born within a half hour, that's every six minutes, another kid. So we're gonna move it up forward six minutes. And as, as she's doing that, that Mars is getting closer and closer to the ascendant and within, so is that six minutes? Yeah. I
1: think so.
0: Yeah, so still pretty much the same. So the first two have um, basically the same ascendant, but I think for the next one, we are going to get a new ascendant. So moving it ahead another six minutes. So that would be 4.08. Yeah, so there we get it. We get Mars right on the ascendant, which would be quite significant in terms of One's presentation in the world, having it in the first house is one thing.
2: Question about the
1: cusp. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. Um, And but now that it's in the twelfth house, um, and we're using Placidus, um, which is a quadrant-based house system here, uh, in whole sign. Of course, it wouldn't change until um, it got down to Gemini. But I don't think it does. So let's let's move it another six minutes. Okay, so what we do have is the North Node getting closer and closer to the midheaven. And of course, with Chiron getting, okay, so yeah, so this is still Taurus, but we are going to get a change of sign in the next eight minutes, I would think. So whether or not the ascendant rises quickly or slowly depends on the latitude uh, of where you're but born. Yeah. So by the time the fourth or fifth one is born, it has a different, definitely a different uh, rising, and so the character would Assuming be. Assuming
1: we have a correct. Yeah, to start with,
0: but it's as a demo. They are
1: four minutes apart. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Um, but, but it does sort of give you the idea of how <laughs> it can change, right? Yeah. 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 And, again, then it boils back to, like, for instance, if Mars is really strong, you might get an athlete or you might get somebody that's in uh, the military, right? Again, a strong <laughs> Mars. Uh, the same with, with Gemini, you know, you can, uh, you know, there's a multiple multiplicity of ways that they can madly go off in all directions.
1: <laughs> well, and I think this also speaks to the, 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 the younger ones of the five would have maybe had more health problems because Chiron's getting closer. Yes, getting
0: closer, exactly, yeah.
1: And also this moves Saturn back into the 10th house. Yeah,
0: and that makes a big difference as well. Mm -hmm. So when planets move from one house to another house, when the rising or the midheaven changes signs, yeah. Um, It's it's like with my time twin and myself. Um, My moon is, in the tenth, it's very prominent, um, and I I literally can feel when I go into my Moon in Capricorn. Um, whereas with my twin, hers is in the twelfth house, and that expression, her tour or her Capricorn doesn't show except for herself, and she needs time twelfth house to herself. Um, you know, whereas I'm I do take time to myself, but I don't need it. I'm okay with it, but I don't need it. Whereas for her, it's definite. Um, my Scorpio is hidden off in the eighth house, whereas hers is on the 10th. And so her challenges in life are very out there. Um, and, and she finds it difficult uh, to accept that people don't understand what's oh. happening for her. Yeah, so the way we work with the pieces, even though they're the same, um, as soon as you see the chart and you see how it's oriented, then that makes a huge difference.
1: And, yeah. I, and I would guess they would feel somewhat misunderstood, too, because their sun is squaring Neptune down here.
0: Oh, gosh, yeah. Well, yeah, you're on display.
1: How do you figure out who you are when you're just, you know, like, yeah. was on display in the zoo?
0: <laughs> yeah, very bizarre story. Very bizarre story. Yeah. Ha. Yeah. Huh okay um we are kind of winding down but jenna do you have
2: more questions yeah i guess you guys were talking about like the art of rectification it's, okay it just seems like a precarious it can be a precarious oh, yeah. process where you're kind of like balancing the line yep is there has yep. that been like a long learning process for you guys, or I, I know, think, easier.
0: yeah, I know for myself. It's the more you do it, the easier it gets. And again, yeah. for me personally, it comes down to knowing what the right question is.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, for me, it, it depends whether I know the person or not. Yeah, I have found that very often, if it's like that fellow, I think if I know them, then I, I can make a good guess, and then yeah. go from there. Yeah. Um, if I don't, you know, if it's a perfect stranger who I've never met. And not so it's, much. It's
0: I'd a work. <laughs> it's work.
1: <laughs> and if they don't know their birth time, I'm not going to try and rectify it before I do meet
0: them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you have to have it's something to, to go them with. And
1: ask some questions. Yeah. That, you know, we'll do a, a sun chart, sunshine, or a basic sun, you know, sun chart, and um, look for the day and just, you know, go from there. And, and as we're going through it, I'll, you know, because I'll make. I make always make it clear that this isn't your, you know, precise chart because yeah. we need your time for that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, and we may or may not come to a place where I kind of get a sense of yeah, I think uh,
0: yeah, I think we'll put this yeah. on your
1: plan. <laughs> yeah.
0: and it, so and yeah. it's you can still work and do work for people even if you don't have a birth time.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah,
0: yeah. because some pieces are not going to change in twenty-four hours like some of the challenges, like your squares and oppositions, and, you know, even just as simple as having uh, the sun in one sign and the moon in a sign that's in aversion to it. Um, You know, just understanding that even within your own character, um, there are, um, it's not really a war, but there's, you know, a a discomfort that's automatic, you know. Um, And being able to name a person's experience Is a huge gift, huge gift, right? To give it out a, a, yeah, a lexicon.
1: Also, also if this if moon,
0: sorry, I'm
1: breaking.
0: Yeah, you're breaking up. <laughs> Try that again.
1: Um, yeah. Also, if if the moon, you know, is changing signs yeah. during the course of the day. Yeah. Thank a very big question to ask. Yeah, and that can that, that can
0: eliminate
1: tells a great deal about what kind, you know, your emotional needs and safety, how you feel, all that kind of stuff, and how you express your feelings or don't, and, and yeah. you know, so that can be, you know, those kinds of things. You're going to start with something like that to uh, get a sense of it. Yeah, yeah. There's always something
2: to work off. of. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. Take
0: your and, way yeah. into yeah, and, that's, that's and the more point. you do, the easier it gets. You know, yeah, that's... And that's
1: like with my parents, I you know wouldn't have a time, or grandparents. I don't have times for them, but then I you know I make a guess based on you know what I knew of them and and also kind of like my dad and my younger brother could be twins almost you know or clones because yeah. you know very similar physically. Yeah. So I knew my brother had Pisces rising, so I'm thinking, I think that had Pisces, right? And when I use that, oh well, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: the events and the character it fits, traits.
1: fit with who, yeah. he, who he was.
0: Yeah. And same with my mom. Yeah,
1: Libra is definitely a don't rock the boat type of thing, you know. Well, And, you know, so, yeah, it's not that. And, and events in their lives, you Yeah, know, when their respective fathers disappeared or died. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, lots of... Uh, But, like I say, that's if you know
0: the person somewhat. It makes it a lot easier. What I tend to want um, with clients that come with no birth time is um, I prefer them to, you know, do something called muscle testing. Because I have found muscle-tested times where you just ask the body what time it's born. I have found those charts to be very accurate. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I have done that a few times, too.
0: (laughs) And I'm giving the girls the sign I'm down (laughs) to, like, 40 seconds. Okay, (laughs) folks. Anyway, uh, we jenna send us an idea for our next show please and thank you okay
2: okay <laughs> to the uh, listeners think about it let me think about it <laughs> yeah, about it, yeah, yeah, you yeah, know
0: yeah. It. okay to the listeners out there you have been listening to cjmp 90.1 fm powell rivers community radio station and hopefully the three of us but maybe not if you're so busy but that's okay that's good you've got a job yay